Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It is May the 4th, and may it be with you 2023. I am Atrial Pearl. It's time for your Impact Wrestling Post Show. As always, it is my ride or die, my number one, and of course, the belated birthday girl it's cresta star cresta how you doing bah, 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 bah. i am doing quite all right i've had a fantastic birthday my birthday was the second so don't want to confuse anyone is not today it was May the second um i didn't do anything really on my birthday I just went mini golfing i am excited to talk about wrestling i think also on my birthday, it was like confirmed, confirmed that Trinity was there and there were videos coming out. So it was a great birthday gift for me. Ooh <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed your birthday. And I'm glad y'all are here with us here on Fightful.com. If you want, go ahead and drop us a thumbs up on the video. It goes a long way. Get your friends watching this stuff, talking about Impact Wrestling, talking about Ring of Honor earlier. Kate and Reg, of course, played Mad Libs for an hour and a half. That's really all I can think of is that's what happened. I don't know. Maybe they talked about, I don't know if they talked about Ring of Honor. Maybe they did. Either way, uh, if you want to support us financially and you can, you've got a couple of ways to do it. I'll give you, how about I give you three different ways you can do it? Okay. Three, three different ways you can do it. Number one, you can go to FIFOSelect.com and for the best five bucks in the business, you can get all the best stuff, all the best news, all the best content that you can get there for five bucks or more. If you want to give more, you can give more. Or if you want to donate right now, you can leave a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. We'll talk about Trinity all night. I know we will. And of course, you can go to hopperchats.com, donate some, have a ball. Let's go, Cresta, how they do it. Sorry, I was going to talk, but something else was going to come out and I couldn't do it. Sorry. So you're going to head on over to hopperchats.com, type in your comment. Any dollar amount gets your chat read on air. We will answer. We'll try to give you the best advice or the worst advice you've ever heard in your life. We get to keep a little bit more of the proceeds. It makes us happy. Keeps the lights on. Keeps Sean happy. Humperchats.com. Ding. Ryan Ben starts us off saying, Joel missed an opportunity for Joe Hendry to sing happy birthday to Cressa. Listen, have you seen that man's face? That face busted. I don't think he's Uh, singing much anybody. Uh, well, 
Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Cressa Star. And it would have seemed that our good friend Joel has been lost to the internet monster. Oh, he's back. Hi, Joel. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of back. This might be the show, but I hope it's not. Cresta, Joe Hendry, how was that? <laughs> to reiterate what I'm seeing in chat, Robo Joel. <laughs> yeah. This is the Rebellion Post show all over again, isn't it? Rebel Joel. All right. Rebel. Can we start the show? Can we start can we start talking about impact before I Absolutely. lose anything? BTI. Absolutely. I'm ready. BTI, Laredo Kid defeats Jack Price. It's a good match. It's a solid match. Honestly, I don't have much to say. I missed George Iceman this week, but I assume he was just talking about Trinity and what's going to come next with that. Uh, the Jack La- the Jack Price Laredo Kid match, very cool looking moonsault elbow drop combination gets the win for Laredo Kid. Solid match. Good way to bring Laredo Kid back into uh, the impact stream. What do you think? Um, for the Iceman Intel, he did drop that if Jordan Grace unsuccessfully beats Deanna Parazzo or doesn't beat Deanna Parazzo at um, Re- is it coming up? Under Siege, sorry, she can no longer challenge for the champion as long as Deanna is the Knockouts Women Championship. That match, that crowd was in love with Laredo Kid. And even though I feel like Jack. Jack Price moved a little bit slower than Laredo Kid. He never seemed like he was out of tune. For almost, he always kept trying to keep him like slow down, keep him down on the ground. But Laredo Kid was not letting that happen. Also, commentary put over that Laredo Kid's, for the lack of a better word, intestines exploded. And Jack Price constantly focusing on that was really smart. It was a great match. I can't wait to see them on Impact proper getting a proper like program. Yeah, this is a really solid match. I think you're right. You bring it, you run it back on the main show and it can turn out really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, you know, Laredo Kid, always a good time and impact. You put a Lucha match on in front of a Chicago crowd. They love their Lucha. Can't blame them. It's fun. True. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the main show. We start with Yu Yu Mora versus, or Yu Yu Mora and Repinder Gujar taking on Musa Myers. Did I miss anything? No, that is the opening contest. Yeah, yeah. They started yeah. with it straight away. I think uh, Moose and uh, Myers were already in the ring. Yeah. Or, okay. or somebody was already in the ring. Yeah. Commentary is mentioning that Ace of Bays are kind of looking for the next challenger. And immediately I was like, oh, so it's clearly Moose and Brian Myers, which is fine. They get the win after a pretty even. It was a pretty even paced match. And then you had Moose and Gujar to get the win. Gujar looked great again. I'm waiting for his single push. We talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cresta, let's talk about the match real quick. Other than, you know, what's next for Ace of Bays, clearly it seems to be Musa Myers. I have <clears throat> only two, really three things to say about this match. In the beginning, it kind of gave me false hope because I felt like for the first half of that match, Moose was eating shit. They were really beating up Moose or he was selling. I was buying whatever he was selling. Then the momentum changed, and when Moose speared Guja out his damn boots, oh, that that spear for the win was gnarly. It looked so good. He speared that man out his boots. I was like, all right, it does make sense. You guys will tag, I don't think, successfully over Aces of Bays, and that's fine. And then Moose will turn on Myers, and we're going to get a great program out of that because it's Moose. Of course he's going to turn on you. He's an angry Moose. <laughs> and that's the thing about Moose, right? He continues to look good even when he's getting beat down like he knows yeah. how to sell he knows how to make it look he knows how to make his opponents look good even when he gets the win like the spear that he hit on Gujar was just solid oh. Gujar sold it well mm-hmm. good dominant win 
And I don't hate the idea of Ace of Bays taking on Moose and Myers next. It's a couple of bigger guys for Ace of Bays, and that's another obstacle for them to overcome. Both men are very, um, they're, they're veterans in the business. So I wouldn't mind seeing that matchup, maybe it under siege. And even though I feel like Chris Bay and Ace Austin has done have done their fair share of cheating in the past, you've never been against a cheater like Moose. <laughs> oh. A1 cheater, Moose. <laughs> Moose is a yam bag Yahtzee type of cheater. So, like, y'all may have cheated. Like, I think the worst cheating Ace Austin has ever done was trying to get Alicia to cheat on Eddie Edwards. You know what I mean? I think that was the worst. But that was it. Like, Moose, is, Moose will come to your house. He'll set, he'll set your house on fire. <laughs> Can you blame him? I mean. If you want the insurance money. All right. Anyway, we're not so, going to do that. <laughs> well, speaking of the insurance money, let's go to who shot Santino, because clearly that's what we're up to. Uh, Detective Dango is reprising his SmackDown 2017 backdrop with the uh, the the big board with the who who took out Santino. And then they bring in Joe Hendry and we mentioned his busted ass face. Oh, my goodness. Ah, I'm sorry. It's just the way that Dango said, Ugh. all right, I need another set of eyes. Say his name. And then Joe Hendry pulls up and Dango just looks at him like. Happens to your face. <laughs> not a hello, not a thank you, but just a what happened to you? <laughs> I had a good laugh. It was a really good. And listen, really good. when they told us a couple of weeks ago that Joe Hendry had a broken nose, I did not expect to see him show up with his face busted up like that. So kudos to uh to Joe Hendry for showing up to work. That's right. Anyway, so eventually they get to the point where first of all, they lost the uh the tuft of hair. Dango reveals that information. And then they decide that Trey Miguel must have, uh, they must have done it because they must have taken out Santino because uh-huh. X marks the spot. X, he's the X division champion. And Trey has had issues with Santino in the past. Cresta Star, who did it? Who really do you think did it? Who took out Santino Morella? Johnny Bravo. <laughs> okay. Let me say this. When I first started seeing Dango in here, I was like, this is really weird, borderline cringe. And just like when Johnny Swinger turned the corner for me, this is that, this promo right here. I was like, this is so stupid, but this is brilliant. This is, this week I've gotten two stupidly, hilariously pro wrestling sports entertainment promos. And this was the second one. The first one was with Mark Briscoe yesterday. (laughs) This was so good. I liked it. And I'm really beginning to like the chemistry between Joe Hendry and Dirty Dango or just Dango. I would like to see them in a tag team, but kind of also don't want to see them in a tag team. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> but who took out Santino? Who did it? Come on. Johnny Bravo, final answer. You think it's uh, Johnny Bravo? You think they nah, brought Johnny I, Bravo back just for that? I, girl, I. Honestly, once you lost the tuft of hair, and then when they said Trey Miguel, I was like, okay, maybe. And then after that, my first thought was Black Taurus, tuft of hair. Who else got hair like that? It's a bull. It was Black Taurus, but that don't make any sense. But it's Impact Wrestling. Describe something that makes sense. Fair. Nothing makes sense. That's why we watch it. It's great. It's great. But I don't know who did it. I mean, I, I think it was Dango. <laughs> why? <laughs> because we Dango wants to be super serious wrestler Dango. How does he do it? He takes out the guy. He wants the position of (laughs) this is super serious wrestler dango starting his big serious wrestling turn i actually love that 
I actually love that. Actually, I'm not, I am thinking too much inside of the box. You investigate yourself so that you can't find yourself wrong of any wrongdoing. That's a big, that's a big brain play. It was Gresham in a wig, someone says in the chat. <laughs> it was one of Bobby Lashley's sisters. I'm sorry. It, you know what it was? It was it was Jonathan Gresham's new uh, mustache. Oh, I loved it. Paying homage to Vince McMahon, that guy. My God. We're going to talk about that. We'll get oh, to the match. Uh, I loved it. Let's talk about Big Con versus Sammy Callahan. It was supposed to be Sammy versus Diener because Diener had made a uh, challenge to Sammy. Sammy comes out and he's expecting Diener and Diener says, well, you took you, you you accepted, but you didn't accept the challenge for me. You accepted it for Big Con, and Con just beats that ass. And then Angels gets in on it too. They do a little bit of uh, back and forth, but they do this. There's an immediate sneak attack by the design that starts it off. Sammy eventually fights off Con, calls out Diener. Diener gets on the apron, does thumbs up, thumbs down of his own, and out comes the army of violence. Anyway, all the the yellow jackets, not the show, the. The, the guys in the yellow hoodies they swarm sammy they take him down and then diener calls them off and then uh diener nails sammy with that bat stands over him it sounds like we're going to do this match at under siege well i kind of feel like how many times must we teach you this lesson old man sammy callahan you are one person i think the last time you were in an actual group was like reno scum and that was a million years ago so I mean, Reno Scum. That was one of my first instances of ever seeing Impact ever, and I just remember this guy with the raccoon hair. I was like, "Oh my god, that's me in high school." <laughs> but the point still stands. Like, or maybe it was OV. I cannot remember. It's been a very long time since yeah, you've it was been. OV. In- it was OV. Like it's been a very long time since you've been in anything. So why do you keep beefing with these guys? Like, I get it. But kind of not really because you're not really destroying them. Also, Diener, why you hit him with the old bait and switch? <laughs> I want to challenge you. All right. I want to fight. Psych you off, I can <laughs> Hey, man. Macklin did the same thing. So, you know, let's let's that's give good. some credit here. We'll, we'll talk about it. That's just how you become a world champion in Impact Wrestling now. That's just what it is. The ye uh, old bait and switch. I don't need to talk about Trey Miguel pointing the blame at Dango because we just established that Dango took out Santino. Okay. Yeah, scientific. Jimmy Jacobs uh, is standing by. He hosts another episode of What's All This Then? And now comes Nick Aldis. <laughs> he says that there are rumors and speculation about Aldis versus Macklin going down. And he's like, hey, I've stated my intention is to be in the hunt for the Impact World Championship, not to waltz into a title shot. Puts over the Impact World title and its value and its history and its lineage. And he says, I'll go through the entire roster and I have every intention of stepping over everyone to get my shot at the title. And then in walks Kenny King. And what did I tell you, Cresta Star? He's Kenny, a- Kenny King interrupts and says, hey, if you want to, if you want to do the work or do you want to fast track Nick Aldis, what do you want to do? Uh-huh. And Aldis is like, well, you fancy yourself a gatekeeper, Kenny King. So how about you and I have my first match back? Aldis challenges Kenny King. And King says, nah. <laughs> I respect it. I do too. Kenny's just like. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm a gatekeeper, but you got to work your way up to a match with me. So I guess it's an under siege, which is fine. Uh, and then later on, they're going to announce Nick Aldis versus Sheldon Jean, which sounds honestly like a good match. I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, Nick Aldis, Kenny King. That sounds like a really good match. That's most likely going to happen at under siege as we're building that card. What do you think of this segment with Nick Aldis? Uh, was it was it hokey or did it hit the right tone to you? 
It was fine until you said the, the name of it was so listed. <laughs> it's not the real name of the segment, but we're going to stop calling it. I know, but that's what, that's all I'm going to remember. Like, like we started to call them Aces of Base. <laughs> that's all I'm going to the Super Brothers when they were like um, Matt Cardona and uh, you know what I mean. That's how I'm going to get stuck in my head. Either way, I've never seen... Nick Aldis wrestle, only seen the clips of Brutus Magnus wrestle. So it'd be interesting to see him wrestle against someone I've seen wrestle before who I perceive has a faster style than Aldis. It'd be nice to see him, you know, spread his wings, zip his toe in the water. And I'm always excited to see people who have an established history with impact. Me, for the first time, just coming in and seeing it with fresh eyes, it always makes me excited because the crowd is typically always very receptive to them so i i don't want to go in there with any preconceived notions but i feel like if the impact crowd loves you you didn't do too bad when you was there the first time yeah and you know what i'm i am looking forward to seeing nick aldis return to impact as a as an active wrestler and i'm happy that they're not just jumping him to the front of the line uh-huh, I'm, me too. they're doing they're doing the, the baby face they're, they're doing again he's british cody rhodes they're doing it exactly the same way like cody coming to wwe he's gonna have the big matches he's gonna get the big title shot and maybe he doesn't win maybe it really is the cody story but just you know with a british accent please stop because all i can hear is adrenaline in my soul but with a british accent and i'm a memer and i'm trying very hard to be serious <laughs> Oh, what's Cole's, what's causing all this then? Adrenaline in my tea. Stop it! You are doing this. You are baiting me, and I don't like this. I am easily baited. Very easily baited. Listen, there's enough there's enough unserious stuff going on in Impact. <laughs> but real quick, let's talk about Alicia Edwards versus Jody Threat. No surprise. Lish eats the pin. She loses to Jody Threat, who hits a pretty solid F416 again. So you know what? Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it really was just that first opponent and Jody's F416 looks good. Love seeing it. Uh, simple match. Good back and forth action. I don't know if you have anything to add to it, but more than that, what's next for Jody Threat? She's got to start, you know, building her way up. Am I right? Agree with she's got to start building her way up, but I want to give props to Alicia for slapping the out of Jody Threat in the beginning of that match, because my first note literally is Alicia is a going is Alicia's about to die. <laughs> and when she went up, I was like, mm, I'm not afraid. I'm like, hey, come on, that's that Eddie Edwards fight against PCO. I like to see. And then she proceeded to die. So, you know, kudos to her. Um, in my hardest of hearts, and maybe it's the pink hair, her versus Killer Kelly. I'd like to see it. You know what? I'm down with it. I, listen, I know we've we've made the jokes in the past. The redheads make a trio. It's Masha and Killer Kelly and Jody Threats. Honestly, I don't want to see Killer Kelly. The return of Robo Joel live and in 4K. Young man. Oh, he's back. Yay, we did it. Am I back again? No. Your audio is laggy to you. I said, young man. How about now? We're back. Okay, I see your lips moving, but the audio comes in after. How about now? There you go. You got it. All right. Uh, my apologies, folks. I'm in a different space for this week, and I really want to talk about Trinity, so we're going to keep trying. Oh, we, you got this. We believe. Do we? Motor City Machine Guns are next with uh, with Gia Miller. 
I know we got we kind of moved past the Jody Threat stuff. I don't think there's anything else to add. Just she's got a lot yeah. of opponents ahead of her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a very simple match, and come on, we knew what it was. Sorry, Liz. I like you, but sorry. Listen, as long as they don't have to act, as long as they don't have to act on camera with each other. <laughs> like, Soon it's coming. It's coming. It comes in time. Like get those reps in. I'm totally down with that, but like. Maybe not with Lish. Anyway, Mojo uh, City Machine Guns are with Gia Miller. And Gia points out that uh, Chris Saban pinned Trey Miguel last week. And then they put a little lower third saying that it's going to be Chris Saban and Trey Miguel for the Exhibition Championship at Under Siege. Uh-huh. Saban says, Mojo City Machine Guns, always a team. They're great as singles, too. Under Siege is Saban's second favorite movie by Steven Seagal. His first favorite is Under Siege 2. Uh, which I know is Cresta's favorite as well. And then he says he's going to be a nine-time exhibition champion, and that's what he wants. And then Gia's like, well, what about you, Alex Shelley? And he's like, I'm going to go win the world title. Period. <laughs> and there's, here's Orion Ben with the super chat saying, uh, I can see the promo. Cresta, 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 and Cresta. We turn to Joel. I'm going to go win the world title, I guess. Period. That makes sense. I mean, listen, I already have the Fightful World Heavyweight Championship, so... What do I have to win? I it's it's someone's got to take it from me. And who's gonna pin him? Nobody. Who's gonna pin? Who's gonna put Joel's shoulders down on the mat? Do you guys know he goes to Greek Town Wrestling every week and watches every people week. wrestle? Listen, I'm, I'm putting you over. I'm putting you over. It's every other month, maybe. I'm putting you over. He is a star. He's a star. Damn it! You know what's gonna put me? You know you know what's gonna get me under? It's the my internet connection. That's what's gonna send me to the mat. Tonight's internet reception. He's he got the, the Johnny Swinger internet right now. I do. I do. I've got that Johnny Swinger. I was warned about this internet, but here we are. Uh, Kazarian's part two ran on the show. I thought it was going to run on socials. I don't know why it ran on the show. But then I realized that they were like five minutes early on the out. So uh-huh. I guess they had to run it. Uh, basically, they're just catching up to his AEW run. And then he puts over working in AEW. He mentions all the people he worked with. <laughs> in impact wrestling leading up to ring of honor and then going into AEW, And then he just says, you know, ultimately I enjoy my time with AEW, but I wanted to bet on myself and the future is in impact wrestling. This is fine. It's inoffensive. I don't know what we're doing with Kazarian. If we're building him to a world title shot, like Cresta, what, what do you think about part two versus part one? Before I get into that, I will say that this episode I felt was very backstage promo heavy. I think there were like three, four matches on this card. And for me, for Impact, that's that's a little low. They typically have five to six, but that's whatever. This, I don't hate it considering the whole thing was very promo heavy. If there were more matches on the card, I would prefer that those matches get more time. But this was inoffensive to me. I like that if you are going to start it on the show continue it on the show i think what sucks the air out of it is having this and a nick aldis segment that's very similar about where you've come why you've come back to impact wrestling i would like that if all of this leads to aldis versus kazarian i wouldn't hate that that would be cute like a battle of the old icons the old pillars of impact that would be great and nice but I think at some point, both of these men are going to have to get on the mic with one another. I don't hate it. In this context of this show, I don't hate it. That is a great shout. I want to see Kaz and Aldis. I want to see them in a number one contendership match. That sounds good. That'd be really cute. They're really yeah. cute right before they get to Macklin. This way, both of them can build their own storylines that leads to a head and all roads lead to Macklin. Yeah, and it really does feel like as, <clears throat> as similar as these 
segments are for both men uh-huh. there's a there's an opportunity to have them converge upon each other yeah i like that maybe maybe that's where we go we'll see uh let's talk about macklin singing shira taking it on pco heath and rhino no surprise that heath and rhino were the tag the, the tag partners for pco i was surprised i really? did not guess that my oh, first I- note was please be crazy steve and black taurus it makes sense in my spooky fantasy <laughs> nah man had to be had to be it it made no other sense than to be uh, Heathen Rhino. I mean, I didn't know who else, but again, that's just me. I'm a noob. I'm a novice. My middle name is Cresta Mark Star. Mark is your middle name? I'm learning so yeah. much tonight. Yeah, some people call me Smark. Smark Mark Sterling? <laughs> is that I your have, name? I have a lawyer's degree. <laughs> In what? <laughs> Jabroninomics. Oh, I'm sorry, Thugonomics. <laughs> oh, Jab- oh, okay, just making sure. Yeah. I went to the same law school. Smart Mark Sterling went to, which um Don Callis went to and Teddy Long went to. No further questions at this time. So they just made a match at under siege for the number one contendership for the I am assuming the Impact World Championship. It's gonna be Moose. So there goes that tag title match I thought of. Eddie Edwards, John Gresham. Yuya Yumura, Alex Shelley, and Frankie Kazarian. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. That's not bad. I don't know. But how I feel not about Nick Aldis versus Frankie Kazarian. That doesn't make sense with what I just said, and I would like to be a soothsayer. Thank you. You could still do that match down mm. the line. That's just. It's a very random match to make. 
I'm hoping that they tell a good story with it. But uh, Macklin Singh and Shira, PCO Heath and Ryan, PCO again looks big, looks good. That's what they want to do. Macklin spends most of the match not involved until the end when he gets Singh and Shira to put PCO in the tree of woe. PCO gets out of it. He uh, stands up to Macklin. Macklin retreats, gets gored by Rhino, of course. And then Heath hits a big old wake-up call on Singh after Singh tries to bribe PCO again. So what does PCO do? He hits a PCO salt, gets the second win in a row in in two weeks over Champagne Singh. Hit that deanimator on him again, too, for the second week in a row. My God, force Champagne Singh. Man, he he can't buy himself a win, literally. I mean, he could. You have to learn to do Clearly not. Finger poker doom. You trying to pay yourself. Oh, you better lie on that floor. Sometimes winning isn't all about that W in the in the W column. You know what I mean? Sometimes the L is a W in disguise. You mean a dollar sign in disguise. It could be. Robots okay. in disguise. I do like them. The third movie, not so much. Really. The original um, animated show. That was good. Yes. That was the best one. Unicron, played by Leonard Nimoy. I didn't know that, but I was also a child, but a youth. It was voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Was it voiced by Leonard Nimoy? Someone else has got to look that up. It was so, I forget who it was. I feel like we live in a time and age that someone in the chat will swiftly correct you. Probably. I've been, <laughs> listen, man, I've been in transit. I was in transit with a baby today. You ever tried that one? You ever tried taking a four hour flight with a baby? That's a, that's I a, am the baby. I'm the one who's screaming on the phone. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> There was enough of that for me. Anyway, the coven is backstage. They're they're in their coven house, I guess. Where the coven lair. And Taylor Wilde's writing names on candles. Kylan King walks in and says, Oh, is this black magic? And Taylor's like, Well, true magic is neither black nor white. And I'm like, I don't think that's really true. And then uh, eventually this is all about Wilde saying that Diana, Perrazzo, and Jordan Grace are the names written on the candle. They're messing with fate. And that when the candle disappears, so will they. Uh, I didn't get this segment. Uh, I'm not going to hold you, Chief. Uh, well, they're doing that match next week. I I don't know how to respond. Like, I get it. Listen, there was there's a lot that I was expecting out of this little story that they're telling mm-hmm. with the knockout tag titles. This wasn't it. This wasn't what I was expecting. I didn't love this one. I think they're I think they're trying to do the spooky stuff and sometimes it hits, but lately the stuff with Taylor Wilde's not for me. And Kylan King being like, ooh, is this black magic? If we're eventually coming around back to the Rosemary Decay Jessica stuff, uh-huh. then cool, let's get there. But whatever they're doing right now, just it's not working for me. It's giving Joel doesn't watch anime, but it's giving Death Note, but Death Candle. Uh, uh, I, I, what I want from it, and maybe I'm having expectations, and also it doesn't help <laughs> that in the Rosemary sex in the Rosemary segment, Father Mitchell's like they're not that powerful. It's kind of like dang, 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 dang. <laughs> so that is the next segment. It's Father James Mitchell with the Death Dolls. And yeah, Mitchell's like, nah, couldn't be the coven. They don't have that power. I can walk through as I please. They can't stop me. And then he's like, hey, you want to you wanna come with me? And Jessica's like, yeah, we have to go. And Rosemary's like, no, no. What's in it for you? 
Exactly. Father James Mitchell, what do you want? And James, Father James Mitchell is just like, no, no, you have to come with me now. And we have to go now because I have, I need a lot of time to think about it while I'm dealing with all of my whores. That, 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 that's, what he said. that's what he said. That wasn't. That's not me. That's that's just not me. That's what he said. That doesn't sound like the undead realm. That's not like the Swinger Dungeons. It was Danny DeVito is what that was. <laughs> it's watching, watching, watching. It's always sunny. Anyway, uh, Rosemary says that Jessica still can't come to the undead realm, but gives her an hourglass and says, by the time the sand runs out, they'll be back. Uh, how long do you think they're going to be gone, Father James Mitchell and Rosemary? Till under siege, darling. It's a long time. It's a whole month. I mean, that's two tapings. Valid. Okay, we'll take it. I'll also say this. She said that you were kidnapped by them before. What was she kidnapped by them before? With the with the hex? Jessica? Yeah. That was what made what transformed her into Jessica, I thought. Okay, but then why would Rosemary, who's been keeping it a secret, that she... Because that's what I thought, too. I thought the first time that you got kidnapped, you were Havoc, and then you became Jessica. So then why would you say that's why you got kidnapped the first time if we're trying to keep it a secret that this is actually Havoc? So I was a little confused. I'm like, was she kidnapped another time? So... Yeah, I got to go back and watch this because I do not remember. This is one of those times where my brain is half asleep and I would need to redo the research. It's all good. I'm sure if Dirty Dango was here, he would have a thing to tell me I'm wrong and it was Johnny Bravo. Well, if you never want to be wrong, join us over at FightfulSelect.com. It's the best $5 in the business. Get your exclusive news. Get every piece of exclusive news coming to you at FightfulSelect.com. You want to know about all the stuff coming up to WWE Backlash in Puerto Rico this weekend. Go to FightfulSelect.com. If you want a really, really cool interview with Cheeseburger done by the one and only Rob and Maggie from Coexisting, FightfulSelect.com. Maybe you want a free edition of Ask Grapsity with Reg and Phil. Go to FightfulSelect.com. And maybe you're asking yourself right now, wait a minute, I thought it was Will, Phil, and Reg. Well, Fightful Select broke the news that Will Washington is now employed by AEW. Never had the pleasure of working with him, but I did enjoy his work. Good for him. Go, go ahead, young man. Go ahead, young man. There you go. So there you go. FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. There's tons of stuff. Sour Graps is there. The SRS Q&A. All the, everything. Just go to FightfulSelect.com. And then we wanted to talk about Speedball Mike Bailey versus Jonathan Gresham. Numero four. Da, da, da. Four horsemen, aren't Yeah, thank you. It was four horsemen right there. Um, yeah, this match, listen, the match was good. There's never a question that these two are going to have the good moves. That started out really good in terms of storytelling because Gresham had the mustache and he had that kind of cocky look on his face. Like, yes, you know, like, oh, this guy again, like this will be a cakewalk. And then they do a lot of back and forth and they have a good match and there's a lot of strength testing, some, you know, shoving some, it's just a very even match. And like, that's great if this is the second time they're facing off, but this is the fourth, the double knees by speedball from the top on Gresham, who was draped over the top rope. That stuff's disgusting. And I love it. That's dirty. And then eventually speedball goes for ultimate weapon. Again, they tie up and then. Uh, he, sorry, Speedball misses the ultimate weapon again. They tie up into a roll-through. Gresham locks in the octopus, and Speedball, he's, he submits. That's it. 
So Gresham gets the win and then they shake hands again. And I'm sitting here saying, where's the story now? I wanted him to turn so bad. I was like, Joel was yeah. right. You've even got the, the one mustached woman to another mustached person. You're the the villain arc is right there, right there, right there. And you were even wrestling rude heel, if you will. I I want to understand, but I do not. But I trust Impact, and I trust everyone in that situation. But at that point, I was ready for Gresham to just be like, "Yo, I'm beating you up." <laughs> it seems we have lost Joel again, ladies and gentlemen. Um. I also enjoyed him tapping out to that octopus stretch because I think having speedball, I feel sometimes lose clean because he is on such a tear really puts over the other person. Like, damn, you beat speedball. Oh, wow. Not a lot of people do that. Joel, are you back? I'm here. Yay. We did it. And I filled for time successfully. Thank you for the vamp. I appreciate that. Sammy Callahan's backstage with uh, Rich Swan. By the way, I agree with everything that you said. I did hear quite a bit of it. Uh, there was there were some really good beats in that story, but it does it. We need to move forward. We need to do something yes. more with with Gresham. Speedball is speedball. That's fine, but like let's let's move away from number five, match number five. So we'll see. Where I mean, goes. it was a conclusion because Trey Miguel did interrupt the last one. But again, I felt like there needed to be a little bit more spice and heat. Or if this is the end, then that's fine. Then let's let them go their separate ways for a bit and then maybe come back down the line. I don't want to see a five for no reason. Yeah, exactly. So let's uh, let's move on. Sammy's backstage. He wants Rich Swan to help him out. Mentions their history. Says the family doesn't always pick each other, but they stand together. And then Rich Swan is hesitant and he doesn't even want to think about it. But uh, Sammy walks away and he's just like, think about it. So... Sammy and Rich Swan, I'm fine with them teaming up. Let's just get somewhere with it. But otherwise, I don't have much to say to you. I agree with Swan. I don't know why you asking me, buddy. I mean, I'm sorry, Sammy Callahan. You kind of screw. I, I, you're up there with people I don't trust. Kevin Owens, Charlotte Flair, Sammy Callahan. Sorry. Next week, we've got Scott Demore made Rhino versus Macklin for the Impact World Championship. We got the Kazarian interview part three. Nick Aldis takes on Sheldon Jean, Masha Slamovich versus Killer Kelly in a match that I thought was really good. And then the Coven takes on Jordan Grace and Deanna Perrazzo for the Knockouts Tag Titles. Yeah, that's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun episode next week to talk about. And I will be back home at my regular setup to talk about Aggressive Star. Period. I'm excited. Unless, you know, I uh, turn into dust and then I won't be here. Be you and somebody else. <laughs> Well, the excitement for our main event segment should probably turn you to dust. And that is the debut of trinity this was really good cresta it was there was a little you know i'm here to make an impact and you know buttering up the knockouts you do that though you Mm -hmm. do that if you're trinity and you're coming in and you've had people say why would you come here why wouldn't you go to w you know why didn't you go to aw why don't you go Mm -hmm. here there this is a great opportunity for a refresh in trinity's place and for Trinity to work on. She gets a huge reaction. She reintroduces herself. And then the crowd chants Trinity. And she's like, I like the sound of that. And I think that's wonderful. She puts over the knockouts division. She calls it the place to be for fierce competition. She mentions Awesome Kong. She talks about Gail Kim, Mickey James, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace. And, of course, if you talk about them, you got to bring out Deanna. 
But that's not before Trinity says that, you know, she's here to win championships and that she is the brightest star in the galaxy and she is ready to shine. So Deanna Prazo comes out and she says, hey, respect to you, but, you know, you you mentioned my name and I'm going to come out. Uh-huh. And uh, says if you you want to re- you reiterate that if you make if you want to make history, it starts with Impact Wrestling. And says if you get a shot at the Knockouts title, I love this. Deanna says if you want a shot at the Knockouts title, just remember that that's not something that you can just walk out on. Oof. And the crowd just ooh. And then Trinity, listen, she steps right back up and says, "Yeah, well, you know, remember what when you step into the ring with me, you'll wish you got fired again." Woof. I love that. Love it. Little stuff like that makes me love these stories. Mm -hmm. It's not too inside baseball and it's not too, it's not too catty. It's Mm -hmm. just good, good witty repartee, if you will. I will say that as someone who's been following this whole situation from when they walked out, very excited for Mercedes Monet. I always hope to see Trinity Russell again, especially as someone who's only ever seen her in WWE and seeing how people come to impact and sometimes flesh out who their character is, become a different person, or you actually get to see them be them completely themselves. I am excited for what this is going to bring. Cause I know what she's done only specifically in WWE. And before that she was what in NXT. And then I think it was tough enough before that. So it's like, go ahead. I feel like oh, she, she, she did a little ring of honor as well. But other than that, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I would love to see it. And I know what this division gives. Even some of the lower card people are still stiff AF in the ring. They're still technical wrestlers. They're still ex-division material. So I'm very excited to see where Trinity fits in all of that. And her versus Diana, I think seeing what Trinity is going to do would be fantastic. Fantastic. Because it's putting people who have been, who have had their eyes on this whole situation now put their eyes on impact if you were a lapsed fan of impact and you're like i'm not watching that this sucks da, 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 da. now you're like okay but you got one half of a, the dynamic the talking point the dynamic duo of like 2023 2022 what are you gonna do like literally so i i am so excited i'm so happy for her and i'm so happy for impact as a whole this was a great get and their impact knockouts division is one of the strongest if not the strongest women's division and i'm saying that in representation wise match wise match time wise the the contents of the match like this is the place to be especially if you are a woman who wants to rebrand themselves i think this is fantastic i also really when she said you want to get fired again i was like oh you and the usos is in the mirror y'all was cutting it y'all was cutting each other oh i love it i love it i can't wait i cannot wait well, after she said that fired comment, out comes Jordan Grace. She reminds Diana Perrazzo that they have a rematch at Under Siege and then says to Trinity that if you came for a Knockouts World Championship shot, then you got to come find Jordan Grace because she's going to be winning that title at Under Siege. And then the crowd is chanting for a triple threat. And Trinity says she'll be waiting and watching. And whoever is left standing as champion at Under Siege will be hers. I'm really looking forward to trinity getting her feet wet in impact Uh i'm looking forward to the stories they can tell with her and that she will be a part of um i'm not going to spoil anything from the tapings but i think her first match uh not just her first match against kylan king that's well established but her first p um uh, specialty match her first um her first match on an impact special that's coming up Uh at under stages she will have a match that match is going to be 
so good and I'm so excited for it. We'll talk about it when it airs on the show. But uh, no, this was a great first night for Trinity. This is a great uh, reintroduction. And I think Impact did a pretty good job of hyping it all night. And even when she debuted live on Friday night in, in, in Chicago, they were good to say, Trinity's here and we're not going to hide it from you. Yeah. This is this is what's going on. And you can see her live. You can see the actual, you know, proper footage on Thursday night on Impact. Good way to get crowds into the door. I'm hoping people watched because there was some intrigue. Yeah, absolutely. I went out of my way to avoid spoilers because, yes, I saw some people who she's going to be coming up against, but I want to watch Impact. You know what I mean? I want to see it. I also want to give respect to Trinity saying, I'll be sitting back and waiting because there's a big storyline there. When Jordan Grace said, I don't plan on losing to you for a fourth time, I was like, oh, ooh. I felt that because Grace don't really lose like that. And to admit to know that Deanna Perazzo has had your number three times. Every time you go against Deanna, she's like, get out of here, Grace. And people, Masha Samovich, who was on a tear, didn't even do that to Jordan Grace. By the way, shout out to uh, Josiah Williams, Russell and Flo for the new theme. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that I pride myself as a musician is the second I hear something, if I, I can, sometimes I can hear your production or I can tell it's your voice immediately. I heard it. And I'm like, that's a Josiah theme. That's, that's a wrestle and flow. And then a few hours later, she's like, by the way, thanks to Josiah and wrestle. And flow. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so really good stuff. I'm so excited. Again, Trinity and impact is, is a big opportunity for both sides. Again, this is a, a reintroduction for Trinity. This is a, a revitalization project for her and for impact. This is an opportunity for them to say, Hey, we landed a huge star. We landed an opportunity to have a big knockouts acquisition, make an impact herself. There you go. Sorry. My, uh, my camera had a hard time and a stroke. My apologies. That's okay. I thought it was me. <laughs> no, nah, that was me. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I am very, very excited about the future of Impact Wrestling. And if Trinity is the catalyst to get more people to watch Impact Wrestling so we can all argue about our favorite wrestlers online, love it. I'm here for it. Again, I I think Impact Wrestling, specifically the Knockouts division, is the place to be. You know, like if you really want to bet on yourself, like Frankie Kazarian's been saying since he came back, if you really want to bet on yourself, honestly, Impact Wrestling is a place to be because new eyes will open up to you. Fans of Impact Wrestling, I will say as someone who's new to the fandom, these guys, if they love you, they love you and they will mess with you to the end of time. And that's fantastic. And maybe more people will look at Impact and you get the flowers and the respect it deserves. Impact is absolutely fantastic. If Impact was as bad as people say it was, you think they'd be able to get Trinity when she could go anywhere she wanted? And on top of that, Mercedes Monet just spent the last few months proving that she is a draw outside of WWE. Proving that she has value outside of WWE and that she deserves not just the opportunities, but also, let's face it, the money that comes Facts. with being a draw. Trinity now has that opportunity. So there is a bit of put up or shut up for her. Yeah. Um, but again, Impact has been good about giving her ample opportunities to be the star of the show, right? Mm -hmm. It starts with this promo tonight. 
and we'll see the the match against Kylan King next week. That or I guess maybe it's in two weeks, but either way. Um, and I'm not again, I'm not spoiling anything because that's well established. That was a promoted match ahead of yeah. the tapings. So the match against Kylan King that's going to air not next week, but the week after that, uh, that's going to be another big opportunity for Impact to promote it and for Trinity to prove that she can bring it. So I'm looking forward to talking about Trinity for the summer, maybe longer. We'll see. Uh, but tonight, great way to kick off Trinity's Impact run. So I'm happy. If you're happy, we can get on out of here, Crescent Star. Tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and ghouls, my name is Cresta Star. You can find me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on twitch.tv slash Cresta Star or tiktok.com at Cresta Star. I watch Monday Night Raw, Wednesday Night Dynamite, SmackDown on Fridays, followed by AEW Rampage. I don't show it on screen. I got to give the disclaimer. The Twitch and TikTok police will snatch me, and I don't got Sean Ross that money, period. Um, on Thursdays, I am here with Joe Pearl. We talk all things impact, and I have a great time with, guess what? You. So thank you so much for being here. When there's ever a premium live event or their pay-per-views, I'm also here with Joe Pearl. If I talked too fast, you're like, Cresta, I don't know what the hell you just said. Mosey on down to at Cresta the star on TikTok, TikTok on Twitter. Link tree in the bio. Follow me on all forms of social media. See you there, bitch. I like the last part especially the most. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, where can they find you? I'm easy to find. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Uh, Fightful Overbooked is where you find me most of the time, especially getting in the weeds with Jeremy Lambert, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I will not be on the show tomorrow or Friday. However, Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics will be there, and SB3 from True Heel Heat will be hey. guest hosting. Go check that out because that's going to be a fun show for Friday. Don't know who's doing Monday yet, but I'm not going to be there anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, friends, beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.